Hello there, friend. Welcome back to the Cash Confidence Stylist Podcast. So before we get into this episode, I got a question for you. How often do you ask yourself, where the hell is my money going? Okay, look, a lot of us, that runs in a constant loop in our mind. And it's time to take your first step towards financial empowerment. So I wanted to give you a free resource that is going to help you do just that. I wanna give you Assess Your Situation, which is the first module in my course, as well as your guide to figuring out where the fuck your money is actually going. Sorry if you have kids in the car. So this is gonna be a free guide that I've created to help you break the loops, providing you with tools to assess your current financial situation. You don't even have to break out the calculator and to help you gain awareness about what you actually need to start making those money moves where it truly matters. So go ahead and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the show notes and snag it. The link is down there um, and enjoy this episode. Let me know how assessing your situation goes. Thanks friends. You're listening to Backroom Beauty Talks, a real, raw, and unedited podcast for hairstylists. Here, we dive deep into topics that go far beyond the chair. I'm your host, Misty Jane, and I'm a money coach for stylists who want more out of their lives. I help you enhance your mindset around money, get out of debt, and create a life of peace. I'm on a mission to normalize the wealthy stylist while creating a safe space to be perfectly imperfect. Want to join me? You're in the right place. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Backroom Beauty Talks. So I want to apologize. Um, I have realized recently that I have been doing you all a huge disservice because I do not talk about what I coach on (laughs) enough. I'm actually a money coach for hairstylists. I help hairstylists basically get their financial shit together. But I'm not talking about in the salon. I help commission stylists, independent stylists. I even have salon owners that I coach. And I help people get their financial shit together in their personal lives. There's so much education out there around making more money, becoming a six-figure stylist, how to budget within your business, all of the things. But what do you do when you bring that money home? A lot of times, you've got all this money coming in, and by the end of the month, you have no idea where it went. So I help people find clarity, um, build a different relationship around money, and really figure out how you're spending your money and, you know, emotional spending triggers and um, how to save, how to get out of debt, how to create simple, easy plans. Because let's be honest, I'm not a numbers person is only going to work for you for so long. I want to normalize the wealthy stylists. I want to see more stylist retirement parties. I want to see peace and freedom when it comes to the hair industry because the burnout is real. And let me tell you what, if you figure out how to get these boundaries in check and figure out how to manage your money, your life will be forever changed. Trust me. So with that being said, I will be putting a link in my in the show notes and you can also find on Instagram the link in my bio. I'm doing a free webinar and it is going to be the three simple steps to financial freedom. It is going to be at the end of October. Go ahead and get on the wait list, or if you're listening to this episode a little bit later, go ahead and get um, registered. But it is going to be a free interactive webinar, and we're going to talk all things financial freedom. So definitely get on that. Now, to the episode. 
So this episode is with my friend Lindsay Smith, who of you have heard on the podcast quite a few times, but we recently went live on Instagram and this is the recording. So if you hear some weird like, oh, blah, 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 ask a question, that's what's going on. But we're talking about how relationships can help you build wealth. This was such a good, amazing conversation. And once again, we're going to talk about money a little bit more around here, guys, because it's important. So please, please enjoy. And remember, this is an Instagram live. So if there's like weird things happening, that <laughs> just so you know, that's what's going on. Please enjoy. If you like this episode, do not forget to screenshot it, share it, and uh, get yourself registered for the free webinar. It's going to be a good one. Hello everyone. Today I'm going to be talking with Lindsay Smith. She is the founder of Independent Beauty Pros and we're going to be talking about how building wealth through relationships um, is so important and what that even means. I'm waiting for Lindsay to hop on. Here we go. It wasn't working on her end, so we're um, trying it on my end, but this will be uploaded. Hey, Lindsay. Hi. Got it. This will be uploaded um, on Independent Beauty Pros, and um, I'll probably keep it on my page, too. So we're good to go. <laughs> hey. Hi, everybody. Misty, how are you? I'm so excited to talk with you. I'm good. I got ready in less than 10 minutes, and I'm so happy about it. Same. We look pretty good for our 10-minute routine, I would say. I know. I was impressed. <laughs> so I think the coolest thing about us collaborating on this is that our, our categories of what we focus on are so compatible, and it makes so much sense for both of our businesses why the other would be so important, so relevant. And I feel like we together have created so much in terms of networking and in terms of increasing revenue. And I feel like that's important to talk about. And I think we, we talked at Hair Love about coming up with ways to collaborate and come up with opportunities to kind of bring both of our audiences together because we see so much value in, in both pieces and the importance to both. I think a lot of times people think that you are the only one that can make your own money. Like other people, you know, there's all of these quotes, um, it's lonely on top and all of these things. Hi, Lexi. Um, but I think that that's not true. I think that we need each other. Um, even if you look, if you're a stylist or a makeup artist or anything, and you just look within your area, um, I mean, how many referrals have you gotten from other people in the industry? You know, it's so important to, People don't like the word networking, but, you know, building relationships, all that is networking is just building genuine relationships with people doing the same things or similar to what you're doing. Um, so I think it's super, super important to realize that you can actually make more money if you branch out and build these relationships within your industry and not kind of have that, you know, competition feeling like it, it's yeah. unnecessary. Totally, <laughs> totally. And I think it's so funny because in another comparable scenario. I, people don't love talking about networking. People don't love talking about money. And so again, it's like these two sticky topics that, that people avoid. And yet they're like the most important pieces of success within our business. So I love that you mentioned relationship building. That is the entire shift that I've made in verbiage in terms of, I mean, obviously we are a networking focused community, but 
networking is just building relationships. It's building long lasting relationships. And it's thinking about those like long term gains and not necessarily the short term. And I feel like with finances, again, like people are so uncomfortable talking about money. And yet, if we open up that conversation, there's so much to learn from each other. It can actually be a lot easier if you just sort of observe, find what works for other people and then try on different things within your own financial structure. So I love that we're talking about it because it really is, they're both such necessary topics. Mm -hmm. Well, and the money thing is crazy to me that, you know, people are more comfortable talking about sex than they are talking about money, which is insane because money is the one thing that you are going to have to deal with for the rest of your life in one way or another. Literally until the day that you die, money is going to be something that everyone deals with. So having a specific relationship with money, you know, changing your relationship with money, um, you know, changing how you make money. It, it's super, super important um, and so needed. And I don't know why we're so scared to talk about it. Everyone has money of some yeah. kind or lack of, you know, a yeah. lot of times when it comes to um, debt and things like that, um, the people that I work with, it's like they feel so alone. And then they come together in the space and they realize that they're not alone. And I think that is another important part of building the relationships because you need to have people around you that are going to help you build your wealth or give you a different perspective and a different mindset. I know when I'm hanging out with people who don't make the greatest financial decisions, I get peer pressured. I don't make the greatest financial decisions. But when I'm hanging out with people who are literally trying to build generational wealth for themselves, I'm inspired to do the same. So I think that it's super important to look at it like that too, is like, who are you surrounding yourself with? Yep. So it's right back to the relationship building. It's like that network. Um, I posted a quote the other day about like, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. And I love that because it's, it applies to every piece of your business. It applies to every piece of your personal life. And so when you look around, are the people that you're surrounding yourself with, are they focused on generational wealth? Are they focused on that long-term benefit, that long-term gain? Or are they, you know, just kind of spending as they go or kind of navigating even within their business, navigating it as they go? What does that look like in that five those five close people. And so within IBP, you are one of my five closest. And I feel like I love hearing you've actually, you posted something a couple of weeks ago about the weekend spending. And it just like blew my mind because I feel like overall, I'm fairly responsible with my finances. My, my partner is fairly responsible. We both, we both do well with our, our money and we save accordingly. We're able to kind of fulfill the needs that we have. But when it comes to our weekend spending, it's like all bets are off. And I didn't really even think about that until you posted something a couple weeks ago and we had went out to eat maybe twice that week. And then that weekend we had already planned, committed to doing something on Saturday. And so then Sunday we typically go out, we'll go watch football. Um, we're in the mountains, so we don't always get the games we want to watch. And so we typically go out and again, like to think through like, man, we would easily spend another 150 bucks on beers and nachos. like. Hmm. Okay. Let's reevaluate. So a couple weekends ago, we, we like stayed home. And then this last weekend we wanted to go watch football. And so during the week we didn't go out at all. And we like made a commitment, like we're not going to go out this week. We don't need to go eat out. We, we can save on the weekdays. And then on Sunday we can splurge and watch football. So it's just like that trade-off. And I think again, when you think about the network of people you're around and even when it comes to social media, if, if I were, if I didn't know you, but I were following you and that's, what's filling my feed is like, 
think about this or what if you just replace this with this that is that's your network too it's that virtual space of like who are you surrounding yourself with and what information are you taking in when you're when you're networking virtually well you need a different perspective and the people that you surround yourself with can give you a different perspective so even if you don't have your financial shit together as i always say it's not saying that you can't hang out with people who do you know what I mean? Like you don't, you never want to, I would say you never want to be the smartest person in the room, right? Like you always want to hang out with people who are doing things that you want to do. And maybe you're a little bit further in it because you're going to learn from them. So even just surrounding yourself with people who give you a different perspective, because we get stuck in this echo chamber of people that think just like us yep. and we're stuck. And then we continue to be stuck. And then we don't even believe that we can do any better because we're surrounded by people who don't believe they can do any better. And then we're just stuck in the cycle. Um, the hair comb, it's hard yep. trying to find these people. It is. And I think sometimes we can't just wait for, for them to come to us. Let's talk we about that because that's like relationship building. So right. how do we, when it comes to those five people, like evaluating the five people closest to us, let's say that maybe they're not as business focused as we are. They're not looking at that long-term gain. They maybe don't have their finances in order the way we aspire to or we do. How do we change that? Like what, what actionable steps do we take to start increasing our network with people that are more beneficial for us? This is going to sound really cliche, <laughs> but get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. If you see a situation, maybe a class, maybe um, a virtual class, Independent Beauty Pros does one, what, twice a month, three yep. times a month, um, anything like that. Anywhere where you can put yourself in a room where a little part of you feels like you don't belong. And I yeah. say this because I have put myself in so many situations where I have walked in going, I don't belong here. These people are, I'm not going to say better than me, but these people are doing more than me. But yep. those are the situations where I have always grown so much and you do belong there. Yep. I belongs there. Everyone in the room felt the same way I did, which is what is, is interesting too, is like we have these limiting beliefs that we don't deserve to make um, more money. We don't deserve to be in a room with, with quote unquote smarter people, you know, but everyone feels, most people feel the same. And when yep. you start having these conversations, then you realize like you're really not that alone. You actually yeah. have these people. So I think that that stepping outside of your circle, you know, I still have friends that I've been friends with since high school. I love them to death. They're not necessarily in, you know, the five people that I'm going to call when something is going on mentally in my business or, you know, maybe I'll call them with family stuff. You know, you have pockets um, and that's okay. But I think that if you're wanting to progress in some area of your life or you're wanting to make more money in some area of your life or whatever, I think it's super important to step out of the comfort zone, put yourself in a room that makes you uncomfortable and just listen. And it's so nice now that we have, I mean, again, it's a silver lining of, of the pandemic, but we have all of these opportunities to build relationships online. And mm -hmm. I think, again, we don't think about online relationships being like like our network, but like you are one of my closest friends and we yeah. met online. We only met in person just recently. And so again, like finding people outside of even like your geographical area and being able to say like, Hey, I really love the way you're doing X, Y, Z. Would you be interested in jumping on a call with me? I, I would just love to learn more about you. And that's mm -hmm. something again, like 
when we think about networking and like icebreakers of that, you know, there's so many people that we can look up to in different categories of either the industry or even just when it comes to finances, when it comes to business relationships. And I think um, we forget that everyone feels intimidated to like break the ice. Everyone feels a little hesitant to like slide into the DMs and be like, hey, you know, I just wanted to introduce myself. And I think when we structure kind of like a step-by-step -step action item piece for networking, it's like leading with a compliment. So like, if there are people that you genuinely are inspired by who you're not currently connected to, reach out to them with that compliment, share that with them. Like, hey, just so you know, I really love reading your posts on whatever this is, or I always love watching your IG lives. Like, that's the relationship building block that's required to kind of break the ice and open the door into that conversation. And who knows where that can go? I mean, you and I both talk about how much we love Nina, Nina Tulio. And again, mm -hmm. she was somebody who I've always looked to as like, you know, industry leader, somebody as a mentor. I never really saw her as like someone within my close circle. And now, I mean, she, she is just the most authentic, genuine person. And if, if I hadn't ever made that first initial uncomfortable icebreaker, I maybe would have missed out on a relationship with her. So I think that's the same mentality. Like it is going to feel uncomfortable. It is sticky. Maybe don't lead with like, Hey, tell me everything you do within your business financially. <laughs> but right. if you're working on building relationships with people who you see as very successful, or you want to kind of take on some of the attributes that you're admiring about them, reach out. We're all human. And that's, that is networking. That is a piece of networking. And because we have access to everyone now virtually, and we've all seen the ability of relationship building online, it's really possible to look outside of your circle. And I think there's two parts of this too. I mean, I think what's the worst thing that can happen if you DM someone and say, Hey, I really love what you're doing. Yeah. They don't respond. That's literally the worst thing that can happen. And if they the don't, time. then maybe yeah. you don't connect with them anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Like maybe that feels not good to you. Um, the second thing is like, maybe there's an educator or something that you're, you're wanting to learn or a way that you're wanting to grow. And then, you know, the uncomfortable aspect could be how much it costs, right? So I want to talk about that for a second, because I think that when it comes to um, growing and spending to grow, that's another thing that can be a little bit scary. Yeah. So a lot of times is you have to kind of switch the mindset of not so much of what are you losing the money, right? Like say something costs X, Y, and Z, you're losing the money. Don't focus on that. Focus on what are you going to gain? Yeah. You know, if there's a, an educator out there or a, a retreat, a, a networking thing, anything like do you want to be a part of it? What could you gain if you are a part of it? Because it could be the very thing that completely changes your life. Yep. So I say start, you know, don't be scared to hop in people's DMs. Just say hi. I love when people say hi to me. And then I'll get the thank you so much for responding. I'm like, guys, I'm a person that loves to talk to people. Like, <laughs> I love, love, love to connect with people. So send me, if you're watching this, like, send me a message. Let's chat. Um, you know, but also on the other side, like, don't be scared to make the uncomfortable thing spending a little bit of money as well. Because I know for me, um, that is, I wouldn't be where I am, period, if it wasn't for the things that I've invested in. And it can be scary. You know, it can be a scary thing to talk about, to even think about spending a certain amount of money, because it's so easy to walk into a store and spend $300 because you are getting something. You are getting 
something that you can hold, you see it, you pay for it, you know what it is. Yeah. It can be scary to give somebody money and not know what you're going to get in return. But I think that if you really truly connect with somebody and you can truly see, okay, this person can help me get here where I want to be and how I want to feel, that money disappears and you never think about it again. You totally. would pay three times the amount for that. So I say hop in the DMs and um, get a little bit get a little bit uncomfortable, whether it be walking into a room or spending money on something um, that you know is going to give you a return on investment. Hi, yeah. Megan. <laughs> Megan. <laughs> I think that's something, I mean, when we talk about just the way that, I mean, we, you mentioned our virtual education hours, we host twice a month within our community. They're included in membership. It's literally, it's such an easy, non-sticky way to network because again, we're there all to learn. There's a special guest who's coming on. Last night it was Jamie C. And so we're there to, to take away information from this guest. But in that same conversation, I mean, think about even in our chat last night with our virtual education hour and the way that each of us were talking there were probably 15 people on last night and so 15 people sharing their own experience when it comes to we were talking about hustle and and how that that hustle mentality can really be mentally draining and exhausting and how to protect ourselves from that and even in that I mean there were people on who are not IVP members who I felt like oh my gosh yes this is exactly what we talked about two months ago when we had this person on or this is the conversation that you and I had at Hair Love or this is what we're focused on in education foundations right now. Like there's mm -hmm. so many ways that once we start opening that dialogue, like the parallels that we all experience are so similar and it's just, it's literally just ice breaking. It's literally just removing the uncomfortability or stepping outside of it and, and trusting that most likely the person that you're interacting with exactly understands what you're experiencing or has like resources or connections to other people who maybe do. I'm in the middle of planning a retreat. It's my first retreat. It's the most overwhelming thing I've taken on professionally. Um, but I got to say, I have not, I've never relied on my network so much. And it's so, it, it helps me build that trust of like, this is relationship building. You build these long-term relationships not not expecting necessarily what you're going to get out of them tomorrow it's down the road it's down like long think long year from now five years from now like these relationships that you invest in are going to support you through challenges that you'll face professionally and mm -hmm. knowing that you have that circle is is like invaluable you can't put like a tangible dollar amount on that well and if you even think about growing up right like why did you become friends with people because they supported you they yeah. made you feel good you know you enjoyed hanging out with them it's the same thing in business yeah. it's the same thing and it doesn't even have to be business related like i literally we went to chicago for an event and i mean we're like trying to plan trips in the future like just for fun you know yeah, exactly exactly <laughs> it doesn't happen and to our be guys are friends yeah and that's yeah and if you Try to network with somebody that you don't align with and you wouldn't want to go on vacation with them. Like, then My you're friend. not in the right space. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's kind of like, I loved that question about how do we find those people? And, and it can feel, it can feel challenging. I think about, I mean, I lived in Chicago for 12 years and my network professionally is so much stronger today. I live in a tiny little mountain town in Colorado. So I don't have the access to people as many people the way that I did in the city, but I've put so much more emphasis on building relationships now here. And it's almost because of that lack. It's almost because I don't have 
so many people geographically around me. And so it's forced me to kind of push myself outside of my comfort zone. And again, slide into those DMs, say hello, introduce myself in ways that maybe, again, I would have shied away from even just a year or two ago. So it's evolving. It's always something, you know, it's always going to push you a little bit differently. But when you, when you take that time, again, you make that investment, take a class. If you're feeling really uncomfortable with just like cold networking, take a class, take one, our, our education hour tickets are 20 bucks. So you can take a $20 ticket price and turn that into revenue for your business down the road exponentially. So it doesn't have to be a massive, you know, we invested a lot, you and I, in in a retreat. And we recently attended that. It was an amazing networking experience. It was obviously kind of top notch, but that was really expensive. That's a big investment. And if you're not there yet, there's ways that you can make smaller investments in your personal development, professional development, and building those relationships. And then from there, that will increase your revenue, increase your wealth, that allows you to kind of continue to invest back into yourself. And that opens up the door to lots of opportunities. And I challenge somebody that hasn't found their people yet. I challenge you to, again, put yourself in a room that makes you uncomfortable. Yep. Well, a big one, especially now that in-person classes are happening again, I challenge you to go to a class alone. I challenge you to go to a class alone and I challenge you to say hi to people, like just talk to people. Because I think for me, that was my beginning. That is where I went to a class, I it was a couple hours away, went by myself and I just talked to people and that was it. And I was terrified. I was terrified to buy the ticket. I was terrified to drive by myself and stay at a hotel by myself. I was terrified to walk in a room full of stylists that I've never met in my entire life. At the time I was in a commission salon. So I never really experienced being outside of my salon with other stylists because a lot of times we get stuck where we are in a salon and that is it that is our people we forget that there's even other stylists that exist or there's that competitive um aspect to other salons which i think should be our topic on the next one um <laughs> yeah and um you know it, it was scary and i did it and still to this day it has changed my life yeah. That going and doing that thing changed my, my whole direction of how I looked at, at, at networking, at meeting people, at the um, industry in general. I mean, changed my life. So I challenge you, go to a class alone. I understand that it's more comfortable to have a friend with you. But when you have a friend with you, you sit there and you only talk to your friend. Yes. I really, really, really challenge you. Go sit down, talk to somebody you've never met. I love that. And see what happens. And that's our, I mean, our community is all solopreneurs. So, so many of our artists are in suites by themselves. They don't even have the comfortability of a salon team or of a spa team, other barbers, whatever it looks like for them. So they truly are alone and that can feel so uncomfortable. It's so intimidating to attend a class when you're just by yourself. And so I think a lot of times that's why the networking piece gets lost when you're a solopreneur because it feels like, well, that's really uncomfortable. I'll go to the next hair show or I'll go to the next, you know, I'll, I'll do it next time. And then it, it doesn't happen. And so your network becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. And we think a lot of times about networking for clients, like again, revenue mm -hmm. generation. So like I need to network to be able to have more people coming in for the services that I provide. And really, if you scale out, again, thinking about the big picture and not just that short-term gain, if you connect with other artists, your network increases exponentially. So you can, you can cross-refer, you can create collaboration opportunities, promotional opportunities, 
it's so much faster to do it that way, networking within the industry. And I think that's, I'm so thankful that we've kind of found our collective of people who value that because again, it's, it's just a faster way. I, I swear it's so true within my own business. It's so true within our community members' businesses. When you connect to other people who offer similar or these same services as you do, it expands your network because when they're not available, they think of you. And when they have an opportunity, they think of you. And I think that's something, um, that competitive piece, I love that for our next topic because it's, we've gotten so far away from it, which is wonderful, but it's still, it's still sometimes there. And, and the more we can encourage people to see one another as collaboration opportunities as opposed to competition. I think our industry will just continue to, to grow and grow. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, and even outside of your local area, um, I know I have referred people who moved to people in Washington State. You know, I mean, it, it's it, networking is so important. It saves you money because I'll tell you right now, now when I go to classes and things like that, depends on what state I'm in, I can easily call up one of my friends that I've made and be like, hey, you want to split a hotel room? Or hey, can I stay at your house? Like, yes, yes, that's so true. Jones, Addie Jones, if you follow her, you should. Addie Jones paints hair, I think is her thing. Um, Addie Jones, the hair painter. Um, she moved from Washington State to South Carolina, and she stayed with people she met at hair love along the way the whole time. Yeah. So not only can networking and mar marketing, not um, uh, building, <laughs> building relationships, we're not going to say networking. Um, yeah. In, within your industry can help you make money. It can also save you money, which yes. essentially helps you keep your money. <laughs> yes, exactly, it's full circle. And that was, I was in Kansas City. I, I stayed with Crystal when I drove through. We're about to be taking the beauty solopreneur on the road and doing a tour in a, in a van. And again, I know I'll be staying with you. I know. Oh I'll yeah, the bed's ready. <laughs> but again, it's it's those relationships and it's it's finding the people that see things similarly and then finding people who see things differently and creating your network from both perspectives. Because again, that's how you'll feel uncomfortable, which encourages your growth. And mm -hmm. the more you grow independently, the more that you can kind of ripple through and, and make that shift within the industry for all of us to continue to grow. And there are like-minded people. Like, like you said, if you haven't found them yet, they are there. There are people out there that are so interested in connecting with you. The hair comb. I'm a multicultural stylist in a suite for two years. I try to find people that service everyone. I'll continue to be on the lookout for my people. I, again, I really strongly encourage you, jump on one of our calls. We have two scheduled in October. Um, one of our special guests is talking about um, taking care of your body physically as an artist, making sure that you're carving out that self-care time so that you have longevity within your career. And then the second uh, special guest at the end of the month is talking about human design, which is, it gets a little woo, but it's really interesting. Misty and I have both kind of like tapped into, we're both very logical people. I'm not super so. woo-woo, but I'll take a little bit of it. <laughs> a little, little doses here and there. But again, I mean, I, I was a, a multicultural stylist as well. I worked with Diva Curl. I was a national educator for, for years and years. And in Chicago, my clientele was incredibly diverse. And so it was hard for me to find people who were also interested in learning new techniques, interested in working with all different types of people. And I think that's something 
I'm telling you, there are people out there like me, like you, who want to connect and, and build that relationship. And I, I get how difficult it is as a sweet artist. Um, it can feel really isolating. And that's the entire structure of our platform is to take that isolation away and trust that there are others that are just as collaborative as you are and want to encourage you and, and be encouraged in the same manner. So they're out there. Promise. Yeah. Come hang out with us. Yeah. <laughs> so Misty, we're going to do these. We're doing these as a series, which I love. Hi, hair history guys. How are you? Misty. Hi guys. Um, we're going to do this as a series. So we're going to host another um, event in October and then November and December. And I love the concept of doing this monthly and talking about relationship building, talking about wealth, talking about networking and having it feel a little less sticky each time. So for everyone watching either right now live or if you're watching this on our video, IIGTVs, um, drop questions for us. Like we, I love the topic next time talking about that competition vibe and getting away from that. And again, how that can increase increase your relationship building skills, how that can literally lead to income increase. So revenue generation, I think that's really important. We're getting away from it being a taboo topic. We're not going to stop talking about money. We're not going to stop talking about networking. It's important to have these conversations because we all benefit when this happens. Hi, Tanika. How are you? Yeah. yeah. So, and, I, and honestly, um, and again, we'll talk about this on the next one, but um, the competitive mindset is literally costing you cost thousands. Yes, yes, absolutely. I love that. That's a perfect piece to end on. So we'll share our dates um, for the next three. And then we've discussed even turning this into a little webinar series. So I think, again, you and I both understand the importance of these topics. And the more we can kind of push through those boundaries and barriers of not wanting to talk about things that make us feel uncomfortable, the better we all are. So we will, we'll share more soon. Awesome. Thanks, Misty. Talk to Bye, you soon. Friends. Bye. Once again, thank you so much for listening to Backroom Beauty Talks. If you like what you hear, screenshot this episode, post it on the gram, tag me at Misty Jane or tag the podcast at Backroom Beauty Talks, and I will talk with you on the next one.